Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. In the first half of my life, I spent pleasing people. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of others. It was like almost living in a mental prison. And then one day, I took a step, just one step in the direction of my dreams. And it was so funny because everything began to change when I changed the way I looked at things. Wayne Dyer was right. When I changed the way I was looking at things, everything began to change. And so now I've committed the rest of my life to partnering with people who want to want to be better. I like working with quality people. I like working with happy people that want to be better. But for the first half of my life, I was living in struggle. I listened to the same message over and over and over I don't know if you're like me, and maybe you've heard this before, but I played the hand that I was dealt. Everybody'd say, play the hand you're dealt. Be happy with what you have. You're going to never have enough money or talent to do what you want to do. You have a degree. This was like my favorite one. You have a degree. Why don't you just use your degree? And then that subtle, cunning, sneaky, sly voice that said, you're not enough. And then the flip side of that was, oh, don't you try to go out there and be too much either. Those messages playing over and over and over and over. I mean, that's what made me stuck in that status quo place, in that average place, in that comfort zone. These voices, like these bogus stories, BS, we like to call them bogus stories, lies, whatever you choose to call them, that they're so sneaky. They're cunning. And trust me on this now. I promise you, I am living proof. They can be replaced. But I'm not going to lie to you here and tell you that, oh, you can just put your little quote on your refrigerator and that's all you need to do because it's going to take work on your part. And I'm talking about daily work. And I can say this with all my heart because I am, I am proof it can be done. Let me just say this too. I'm not, I'm not saying that I have the magic cure and if you'll just click your heels together and you know, wish and dream that, that you're never going to have these thoughts pop up because honest to goodness, I learned this a couple years ago from, from one of my mentors, Paul Martinelli, that, that that voice, it truly never goes away, but we can reset our, our minds and our thoughts when, when our minds and thoughts are truly transformed, we can reset them to recognize these triggers before they just hijack our whole day. I mean, that, that scripture in Romans 12 too, everybody's heard it. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. But you know what? Just because you've heard something doesn't mean that you truly believe it for you. Maybe you believe it for the other person because they've made it. Maybe you compare where you are right now to somebody else's you know, results and they've been working on it for you don't even know how long. Wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I know some of you are probably thinking, oh, great, because where I am right now is not fun. (laughs) It's not exactly Jason rainbows and, you know, butterflies right now for you, maybe. But I've said this before, and I've heard people say this a million times. I wish I'd heard this five years ago or 20 years ago. I've said that before. Some people even say, I wish I'd heard this yesterday. But the truth is, at that time, you were not aware 
of the desire in your heart to change. You didn't really believe there was a way out or you would have already done it. That's what's so amazing. Um, As I'm coaching and working with people in trainings, a lot of times they'll say, you know, well, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. And, And my question is, well, if you know what to do, wouldn't you have already done it? Sometimes we're just so close to it. We can't see the way out. And so a lot of times, you know, our, our thoughts are consuming and, and, and we begin to just drift. And sometimes we can drift for days. We can drift for an hour. We can drift for years. We get comfortable there. Even though it's not really comfortable, it's not where we want to be, we get comfortable there. We know what our results are going to be. <laughs> not very much. So we just expect that to happen. And we often even sabotage our ideas and dreams because at the first sign of struggle, what are the thoughts that start popping in our head? I, I bet we could say them together. If we were sitting around a table, you know, at Starbucks, we could probably repeat some of these things together. I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that in my life. And I've even said it before. I knew it. See, that's why I don't ever want to start anything new. I'm not surprised. This always happens to me. All those things. And sure enough. We abort the dream. Y'all, I've said this before and I'll say it again. This stuff, this this running after your dream and your purpose and your passion, it is not for wimps. It's not for sissies. And in your dream, whatever the thing is that you feel you were created to do, it has to have all of you. And right now, I'm, I'm ch- closing in on one dream, a dream of publishing a book. Now, I'm truly writing this book from my heart to inspire women or to kick their butts, <laughs> whichever one needs to be, you know, done in their life. But, and maybe it's both, inspire and kick butt. But I have to guard my thoughts because even doing this, sometimes that, that old message will pop up. Who do you think you are? Because honestly, guys, I can't even spell. I'm not even a, I'm not a good speller. I mean, like, Autocorrect really has a hard time with me. Sometimes I feel like it's just saying, Lynn, we, we got nothing for you. I mean, they can't even, I can't even figure out how to attempt to spell the word that I'm trying to spell. And I'm writing a book. So how can that be? Lately, I've been so busy in other areas. I've been thinking, well, maybe I need to go ahead and change the date. No, 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 no. This is when I have to lean in. I have to focus and, and I have to talk to myself. And yes, sometimes even out loud. I've been writing this this dream since last April. I've been saying it out loud, speaking it into existence. I mean, even late recently, I had to say no to a girl's trip to the beach because of this deadline, this dream. And let me be clear here. That's coming from a recovering fear of missing out girl. My mom used to say, she said, when I was little, I'd go to hell in a handbasket if somebody was taking a trip there. And as fun as this trip would be, well, the beach trip now, seriously, not the trip to hell in a handbasket, but as fun as this beach trip would be, I am not about to toss the growth, the progress, the sweat equity that I have put into this up to, up into this point. I've been working on this for five years. (laughs) I've invested, I don't even know how much, honestly, invested how much money and time in this dream. And I'm not tossing it to the curb at this point. 
so when 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 I say, you know, what are you thinking about? It's really important to know what we're thinking about. We have like 60,000 thoughts a day. And most of these thoughts, guys, are honestly the same thoughts that we thought yesterday and probably last week. And most of them are not exactly on the positive side. And and I will tell you, I and people can people will tell you that I am the I'm I'm the glass full kind of girl. Actually, I'm more than that. I, I don't even see the glass. I just see overflow everywhere. And there's enough for everybody. We don't have time to get into all that now, but the point is this. You can look at the people you hang around, the five the five people really you hang around the most, what you're listening to, what you're reading. Yes, you need to read. <laughs> I usually don't tell people what to do, but, you know, leaders are readers, and we're all leaders. We all influence people around us, so that makes us a leader. And self-leadership is, is our highest purpose. So what you're reading, what you're thinking, what you're listening to and who you're hanging around, all these things, all these things add up and impact where you want to go with your life. When I finally woke up (laughs) about five years ago, literally after almost, it's like I was sleepwalking through the first half of my life. I mean, it was some places were like a nightmare in it. But anyway, it hit me. You know, even if we sit in church every day, that's not going to be enough. I know that's going to be offensive to some people, but you can't just sit there. You can't just sit there begging and praying and hoping God's going to reach down and just pull you up out of it and give you the plan with a signed check and endorsement or whatever it is that you're waiting for. You know, you can have a sticker on your car and clutch your Bible with your coffee and a cute little mug that says, you know, I am fearfully, wonderfully made. But if you don't believe it, you can forget it. You're stuck. And that's hard, that's hard for some of us to say because, you know, we're, we're, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, but somewhere there's a disconnect. We have to be transformed in our thought life, in our mind. And it's so interesting to me how quick people are to somehow, um, somehow judge and begin to say, oh, be careful what you're listening to. You know, are they, um, not long ago, somebody asked me, are they believers? Is that mentor of yours? Is he a believer? Yes, as a matter of fact, he is. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, when I stepped into this 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 environment where where these people were truly wanting to become the best versions of themselves and walk into their purpose, it was there that I was set free. Because I began to grow and I began to change and I could see the places that I was stuck in my life. Y'all, you were created for more. You were not created to just settle for less and to just get by and survive. So many people I hear saying that over and over again. We're not just here to survive. We're here to thrive. And people are waiting for you to show up at your best. There's somebody right now, I guarantee you, that would trade places with your struggle in a heartbeat. Yesterday, I was... I was complaining about something. I caught myself in a little little complaint. And I was like, wow, there are some people in other countries that never even have the opportunity to even <laughs> experience what I was complaining about. 
last week, um, I asked my husband for this, so so don't think he was being like all that. I asked him for a weight bench for my gritty room, and so he got he got me a weight bench and and new weights and just I mean just set me up for success. That was seven days ago, and ask me if I've been on that bench. No, N O have not. Actually, closed the door for a minute back there, so I didn't have to look at it. So nothing has changed. I'm not sore. Um, you know, I don't feel like my arms are, you know, are any tighter than they were last week. Nothing's changed. And it's not going to change until I do the work. And it's no different in our thoughts and what we say and what we believe for our life. I know, I know people that I'm telling you, I'm not being ugly or critical because it's wonderful to have, to have, you know, scripture memorized, but but there's no fruit in their life. They know where it is in the in the Bible. Some places, y'all, I, I still have to look up in the index to find out where it is, what page it's on. But I believe it for my life. And here, here's a here's a great example I think that we can all relate to. How many of you have seen in the grocery store or Target, wherever you are, the three-year-old having the fit over the candy at, at the checkout? They want the candy. They have it like white knuckled fist grip on the candy and the parents are are I mean they're they've got the hustle on as far as trying to hack this meltdown right here because they don't want to be embarrassed first of all and they want to show that you know their kids are um self-actualized at the age of three but um so so they begin this this debate between the child and and if a three-year-old can learn how to reset a mindset if a three-year-old three-year-old can learn how to adjust their belief to get a different result, maybe not the one they necessarily want, then then we can too. But y'all, I wish I could tell you that, you know, if you, you know, had this degree or that degree, that that you'd have a better chance. I wish I could tell you if you were, you know, maybe you are financially stable and, you know, that was the answer. It's not. It's not. It's not your finances, your wealth, your looks, your zip code, your college degrees, your doctorate degrees for that matter there are a lot of brilliant people that are stuck and talented ones too for that matter but y'all if i could just get you to 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 hold on to this one thought nobody's coming to do it for you and there's so many parts of your life that matter your health matters (laughs) i always say how much water are you drinking people get so tired of hearing me talk about that but y'all it matters how are you taking care of yourself how are you showing up do you even have a self-care system for your life are you taking time to slow down, to, to take yourself above the noise, to reflect? Y'all, all of this matters. So I just want to challenge you this week. Carve out 15 minutes of quiet time for you. I have a specific chair. I call it my God chair. It's where I just meet in the morning and the quiet and the stillness. I don't even turn on music at this point. I'm just quiet. This morning I actually heard birds chirping. I have my books, my gratitude books. I have plenty of pens, my coffee. I have a lot of pens so like when they drop behind the cushions, I don't even have to get up to, to try to find the pen. I just grab another one. But it's a concept that I had to learn how to do, and, it, and it's being still. And that came from someone far greater than Lynn Brown. Trust me. But when I woke up in ICU, I began to listen. So this week... Set some new routines. You're never going to outperform the way you feel about yourself. And your success is hidden in your daily routine. 
So, okay, I got to go. I got to get get writing in there and um, knock out a, a couple more chapters today. But um, I just want you to, to stop playing small with your life and your thoughts. It doesn't serve the world. You can, you can change anything if you're willing to work and pay the price. And just don't shrink. Don't shrink anymore so that others won't feel secure around you. You were meant to shine. The world needs, needs us at our best. And remember, gritty is the new pretty. And gritty women are grateful. They inspire. They think for themselves. They're tough. And most of all, they are totally unique. They are. I want you to be you. You just be you. Until next week, I love you guys. Uh, went over a few minutes over our 15-minute mark. But you know what? I'm on a roll today. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.